In this episode, I discuss how to thrive as an HSP or empath during the holidays. I share some really concrete tips and strategies, and I hope it's helpful. Hi everyone, this is Kavita, Certified Empowerment Coach and Hypnotherapist, and you are listening to the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we explore topics that empower HSPs and empaths to go from surviving to thriving in the world. I use my years of coaching, my personal experience, and my training to provide deep insights and implementable strategies to help you thrive. Hello everyone, this is Kavita with the Enlightened Heart and I'm so excited to come to you today with some tips and strategies to help you through the holidays as a highly sensitive person or empath. So what thoughts, feelings or words came to you when you think about the holidays or even when you read the topic for this podcast? I see a lot of my clients struggle during this time, struggle with the family obligations, maybe the family get-togethers, and other things that they feel that they have to do, should do. And some of these things are things that we have been programmed that we have to do to fit in. So the reality though is this time of year is time of intense energy, shifting seasons, and time when we can be triggered easily. And if you add in what is happening in the world right now, that creates an even higher intensity, okay? And as an empath, you may be feeling the energy. And as a highly sensitive person, you may feel a deep sense of sadness because you're a deep feeler. You may be in the place of overthinking as a deep thinker, or you just may be plain tired. I know for myself and for my clients, I constantly hear that I just can't do the same same amount of things that I used to do before. You know, I just can't get the same amount of things done. And we have to have the discussion of energy versus time, right? And so we have a certain amount of energy and the energy that it takes to just take care of ourselves and do basic tasks is usually a certain amount, right? And then if you add in all the additional stressors, for instance, if one of the things that you do is pick up a coffee or tea, and now when you do that, you have to think about what's open to make sure you're in a mask, you have to social distance, you have to make sure that you're washing your hands or sanitizing your hands. And so think about how much extra energy that one task takes versus what it used to take. And so when you say to yourself, well, I used to get so much more done, I want you to be kind to yourself and step back and really look at how much more energy things take, okay? And then the other part of this is the tension that we hold on a regular basis that we didn't before. And so I wanted to do this episode um, focusing on the holidays because that is usually already an intense time. So I wanted to highlight some insight strategies that will help you thrive through these times because you can. It doesn't have to be one of these things that you're just waiting to be done with waiting to be over and instead like really enjoying it as much as you can. So the first thing that I want to talk about is choosing to do less. Now we talked about the energy and how things are taking a lot more energy. So setting strong boundaries around your family's expectations if you have extended family, around your immediate family, around your friends. You know this is actually an opening right now. There is it's easier in many ways to set these 
these boundaries because there's these external circumstances that support you doing less, right? So you can use this time to almost set precedence for future years. So what is it that you are comfortable doing? So it's really important to be clear about what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. Because when you're clear about that, then you can go ahead and articulate that or communicate that with the people around you right? It's really difficult to set strong boundaries when you don't even know what you want. Really being clear about what you want. What do you want this holiday season to be like then? So what is it that you're willing to do and not willing to do? And considering that, or even putting that aside and looking at like, what do you want to feel at the end of this holiday? What is the dominant feeling do you want to feel? Do you want to feel connected? Do you want to feel rejuvenated? Do you want to feel joy? What is it that you want to feel? Okay. And so from there, with those starting points of that boundary of what you are willing to do, what you're not willing to do and what you want to feel, then you can make decisions from there, right? So if something, if for instance, you usually travel during this time and you're not really feeling comfortable with that, then that's something you're not willing to do. And if the reason you travel is to feel connected to your family, what's an option, an alternative to traveling so that you can feel that connection? Okay. And this may involve calling up your family and saying, this year I'm not comfortable traveling but I still miss you and want to connect so how can we do this and come up with strategies you know we have all this technology to support us so the next thing to consider is the overstimulation of our nervous system so already during the holiday season we tend to be in a place of overstimulation and especially now when we're starting at a higher place of energy where there's a lot more that we're handling and dealing with collectively right? And then individually, there is the sense of all the things that we have to do in our families and our households and all that. This can be really intense. So now you can't control what's going on around us right now, but you can control how you take it in, how you process it and handle it. If you already have self-care activities as part of your routine, my suggestion is to increase that. Increase whatever works for you. The first thing that people stop or let go of when they are stressed are those very things that de-stress them, that ground them, that center them. These things like workouts, meditation, sleep, journaling, downtime, relaxation. When we're feeling stressed, tired, overwhelmed, those are the things we give up on and those are the things we need the most. So don't stop taking care of yourself. Make sure that you set aside time to do the things that you know support you as a being, as a human being, and as a highly sensitive person. And sometimes you may need to modify that, right? So let's say your usual go-to is an hour-long workout, right? And so for you, you need to go for a walk for an hour or and or anything else and it's not really fitting in your schedule right now to do that you know although you're prioritizing it there just seems to be just more that needs to get done so then there's the idea of a compromise right how can you still get that movement how can you still get that exercise and do it in a way that doesn't add more stress so just some ways to compromise our schedule and know that this is a for a short period of time right it's not going to be forever you are not going to have to compromise your workout for the rest of your life. It's just for this time period. All right. So now that you have the boundaries, you're prioritizing self-care, you're communicating your needs, and you're clear of what you want to feel during this time, the next thing is to use the word 
No. So no is a complete sentence. You might have heard that before. And there are a lot of obligations that may come up despite what's happening around you. And they may all be virtual, right? You may be invited to a bunch of Zoom parties. I don't know. But during this time of year, there is more socialization and expectations and shoulds. And sometimes we do things a certain way for so long that we don't even realize that it doesn't work for us anymore. So really look at your schedule. Look at what you're being asked to do or what you're making yourself do right? Self-imposed obligations. And you get to choose this year. This year, you have more flexibility due to what's happening around us. So this is a time to really clean out those activities, to say no to the things that you don't want to do, right? And I know when we get to a point where things start to be more open and we can meet people more, there's going to be these obligations. So it's a really good practice to practice the word no and saying no without having to explain yourself. You could add like, like, no, I can't do that right now, right? And you don't have to tell them why. And even if they ask you, you can say, I don't really want to talk about it, right? So really being clear about your boundaries and then saying no when whatever activity or activities don't fit how you want to feel and fit what you're willing to do. Another thing to support you is energetic clearing, okay? So especially if you're an empath, you can have the tendency to take on energy. So when you return home from being out in the world or even get off, a virtual meeting, this is a great time to transition. And I think that a lot of transition has minimized right now because since a lot of us are in our homes and we're doing work, meetings, etc. from home, you know, we just walk away from the computer or shut the laptop or whatever you're using and you just go about your day. It's really important to give yourself some transition time. So clear your energy, do a three-minute centering, grounding, just allowing yourself to clear that energy and clear whatever you're holding and set aside the computer and maybe even journal for a few minutes. A visualization, take a dance break, use some of the uh, aromatics such as Palo Santo or Sage to help you clear your energy in the air too. So, you know, just the fact that we are sensitive to the energy around us, you may need to do that more often. Another thing that I've talked about before is the use of essential oils. So essential oils can be used to help calm your senses and your nervous system. You know, making sure you use a good quality essential oil, you can diffuse it into your home or use a carrier oil. You could have it where you work and smell it throughout your day. I have some other ones that I use that are calming, that help me ground, right? So those are the things to help, you know, using the fact that we have sensitive senses, you know, and so that can help support us in helping through these times. And then another important thing is spiritual practices. So spend time connecting with spirit through in any way that works for you, whether that's prayers, virtual drumming circles, using oracle affirmation cards, using whatever allows you to connect to a higher power, to higher energy, and know that that is what can bring you some solace in all that is happening around us, right? So, you know, as you're going through the holidays, this holiday will be different. Um, You may not get to experience the same level of everything that you're used to experiencing, such as the parties, the connection, the decorations, and even like the gift exchanges. Maybe some things of those you really enjoy and some of those things are obligatory, right? So this is a time that you can use to transition, transition out of doing the things that no longer serve you. And you can use the time to 
really be clear about what is that you really enjoy. So sometimes when we're in that wheel, like that hamster wheel of like parties and get togethers and this and that and shopping and wrapping and all those things, if you do that, right, if you're in that, it's hard to appreciate it. When you don't have the ability to do things the way that you usually do, that is an opportunity, an opportunity to really see where and what are the things that I truly miss? What are the things that bring me the most joy? What are the things that when I'm experiencing this holiday season, I really, really desire and miss and want to do next time when I can, right? And so that can be like a list that you keep and look at. And so for the future, when you're looking at next year's holiday season and wondering what you should do, you know, you have this list, like you have this list of things that you truly, truly miss and can create a sense of gratitude. Because when you come from a sense of gratitude, then you are in a higher energetic state. You can be less likely to be in overwhelm and things in life just feel much better, right? There are so many studies on the benefits of a gratitude practice, right? And maybe that's something that you want to start this year. A gratitude practice can be simple, like before you go to bed at night, you just receive cite one thing you're grateful for that happened that day, or you keep even better, you keep a journal and you write one to three things that you're grateful for. You can start your day that way, or you can have a gratitude jar where, you know, you have a practice of every Monday I put in or Sunday or whatever day you choose, right? That's the day that you write something in the gratitude jar. And then the year later, you go through and open and read all the things that you put in the gratitude jar can put you in a better place emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, right? Because we all have a lot to be grateful for. And sometimes it's easy to forget because our brains focus on what is not working versus what is working and what we have done and what we have accomplished right? So I'm hoping and holding high energy for you to have a wonderful, healing, energetic, clarifying, connected, whatever energy you want for the holiday season. And here are some reminders of what we talked about. So first is boundaries. So boundary is what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do. So set those boundaries. Be very clear with yourself first before you have communication with others. Then what is the energy the intention that you want to feel, what feeling do you want to experience? And maybe there's more than one during the holiday season. And as you are clear about that, then you can communicate to others what you need. You can ask for things that you need and you can say no when it's needed. And then another thing is to not stop taking care of yourself. Keep taking care of yourself. Keep the self-care. Even if you have to edit it a little bit, if you have to compromise a little bit by reducing the amount of time, do not drop it. That's usually the first thing I see people do, the things that they know help them as soon as they get busy, as soon as things feel overwhelming. Those are the easiest things to drop and that's the last thing you should be dropping, okay? Clearing energy is really important. You know, you can use some of the tools that you like, creating calming sense, using your senses to help ground and calm your energy through essential oil 
oils, staying connected to your spiritual practice or practices, being in a space of gratitude, maybe even starting a gratitude practice or restarting it, writing before bed, a gratitude jar, anything that can put you in that place of really focusing on what is working in your life. So those are just some of the tips and strategies that I hope will help you. And the final thing was to keep a list of the things that you truly miss this season. Because although things are not going to go back exactly the way they were before, they will go back to being able to meet people and be around people more and maybe even larger gatherings. So, you know, when we're in the middle of that, we often don't realize what it is that we enjoy and what we truly are grateful for. And from this place where you are now, you're going to be able to see and notice the things that you miss truly. And so when it comes to next year, you're going to be able to use that information and that list to guide you. These are my tips and strategies. I will be back soon with more support for being a highly sensitive person or empath. And if you have any questions that you want to send to me or any topics you want me to talk about in the next podcast, I'd love to hear from you. And how to contact me is in the show notes and it is kavitalifecoach at gmail.com. Take good care. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Enlightened Heart Podcast. Remember, I will have all the resources I mentioned on this podcast at my website, theenlightenedheartpodcast.com. I started this podcast because I wanted to have a way that I could support HSPs and empaths thrive in the world, in a world that's not designed for us. Our gifts are much needed, and I hope this podcast is supportive. I'd love to hear from you, and if you enjoyed this podcast, take a moment to subscribe.